Hey, it's Jennifer from the Honest Ugly Podcast, and the honest, ugly truth is that many of us are not living the life we truly want. As creative visionaries, we have dreams, ideas, and aspirations, but we rarely follow through on them. Let's stop procrastinating and doubting ourselves. In this podcast, we'll explore the real, raw truths behind the struggles of following through on our creative visions and uncover practical tips and strategies to help us take action and follow through on the good works we were created to do. We can experience the peace and freedom that comes with living out our creative potential and being more productive. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Good morning, Honest Ugly podcast listeners. My name is Jennifer, in case you forgot who the hostess was here, because if I'm being honest, I forgot I had a podcast. I know that sounds ridiculous. It really does. But I function really well off a task management system. And I got sick a few weeks ago and didn't look at that task management system. And I seriously forgot that I show up and do episodes. (laughs) It's ridiculous, right? I guess that's just part of my brain and how it works. And if it's out of sight, it is out of mind. I don't know. But the last week or so, I have remembered that I had a podcast. I just haven't been able to hop on and talk without a coughing fit. So there you go, TMI. But I'm here and I have so many ideas for this podcast, but I go back and forth between do I want to be really organized? Do I want to just fly by the seat of my pants? Do I want to just be random and sporadic? Or do I want to just have every episode follow under this one umbrella of this small niche I'm targeting. And I think I want to do all of it. I know I know the value of targeting just one topic. And I don't want to lose you people who are here for that one topic I have been discussing. But everything that I want to come and talk about will still fall under the umbrella of Staying at a place of inner peace, going from anxiety and staying at a place of inner peace and creating habits in our day that nurture us and nourish our souls and help us create more space to to be who we were created to be while still being responsible to all the things that we think are boring sometimes, but just giving us a lot of room to just walk into that place of who God made us and to, let me think how I'm trying to say it, to step into those good works and creative ideas that he births in us. So today I just want to pop on here and I want to share a story about just some mental space that went on in my head yesterday at church. So I sat down and this girl that was sitting beside me said, oh, they're so-and-so, do you know them? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course I know them. I should go say hi. And then there was something in me that was like, I don't really want to go say hi, but I don't know why, because I love those people and I know that they love me. And so I kind of just had to sit there with it and I couldn't figure it out. And I decided I'm just going to go say hi before the church service starts. So I did, went and said hi. It was good to see them. I went and sat back down and I told the girl that was sitting beside me, I guess I just don't want to be seen. Like, I don't want to stand up. I don't want people to see me. I'm just, I don't know if I'm trying to live smaller than I really am or what it was in that moment. But I just basically said that I guess I care too much about what people think. Well, the church service started and 
you know, through the whole singing part, I just couldn't get my mind off the fact that I said I care too much about what people think. Because honestly, that's not true anymore. Honestly, I am so confident and solidified in my identity in Christ that I really am not concerned about what other people think about me. And so I couldn't figure out why those words came out of my mouth. So throughout the whole worship service, I'm sitting there talking to God about why did I say that? Because it's not true. I know who I am in Christ. I'm not concerned whether people see me. I'm not trying to live smaller than I am like I have habitually. So why did I say that? As we kept on singing and I kept on talking to God, I realized that the habit over the last couple of years has been that I, my presence sometimes makes people feel awkward. Now, in the past, that was because I might ask hard questions or I might say something that, like I've had people tell me when I see them in the grocery store that they saw me and they turned away because they knew I was going to ask them about what they asked me to hold them accountable for or something like that. One girl said to me, I saw you, but I turned away because I haven't been doing the things I told you I was going to do. I, I don't know why I scare people. but And so there's been that habit. And then the last few years, it's been awkward for other people to be around me because they haven't known what to say about the situation I've been walking through in my life. And so I just realized that, oh, I think I'm trying to avoid awkward situations. I don't want to make people feel awkward by my presence. I don't want to say something that makes someone feel awkward. And so it wasn't about whether I whether I was seen or heard or people saw me across the church or anything like that. It wasn't about what people thought about me. It was about me trying to protect someone else from feeling awkward. And then I thought, okay, well, that sounds kind, like I'm being considerate of other people. But then I remembered that in the past, I've also struggled with with unhealthy boundaries and being a people pleaser and sabotaging myself to try to help someone else. And so I sat there through the singing and just talked to God and realized that I am not responsible for anyone else's feelings. I'm not responsible for how they respond to me or react in my presence. I'm not responsible for how they may feel awkward because they don't know what to say to me. So with all of that said, after the church service, I told this girl that was sitting by me, you know what, that's not true about me caring what people think. And she said, yeah, when you said that, I was like, not really, because she doesn't really care what people think about her. So I'm glad that she was aware of that too. But I told her what I just told you, and it all just kind of made sense to me. But what I want to come on here and say today, basically, is that we have habits that we keep doing that no longer serve us. In my case, I have this habit of saying I make people feel awkward. Well, it may be awkward around me, but it I don't make people feel awkward. 
If people feel awkward around me, that is on them. And I need to release that responsibility of making people feel awkward because I can't make people feel a certain way. We're we're all responsible for our own emotions and how we respond and we when how we react. So I just left that that service thinking, okay, I'm going to take ownership and make sure I live in such a way that doesn't make people think that I'm making them feel awkward, but also ownership in such a way that, you know, I'm going to have some healthy boundaries and realize that if an awkward situation arises because someone else doesn't know what to say or doesn't know how to respond to a situation, that is not on me. And I don't have to carry that responsibility for other people's emotions. So that's just a habit that I have had in my life that no longer serves me. And I need to be aware of that so I can let go of it as it comes up. And that's kind of what we're talking about in the next few minutes is like even our triggers. Our triggers, they basically just show us where we still need freedom. There are lots of things in life that trigger us. And if we can look at triggers as a gift from God, as an invitation for us to be aware and to release the hold on us it has, then we can find freedom in those places. But so many times we're triggered and we want to blame other people or we want to avoid avoid it. And so we push it away. We don't give attention to it. But what if we started giving attention to those things that trigger us? What if we started looking at those negative tri- those negative triggers as invitations from God to heal us in those places? What about you? Does a trigger in your mind come up right now? Like you try to avoid certain things because you know it's going to trigger you? I'm the queen of avoiding triggers in the past. I wouldn't do certain things or show up to certain things because I knew it would trigger me. But what I've learned is that if I will face those triggers, if I will walk straight into them and let God be my helper, then he actually brings freedom in that place. And he actually begins to heal the things that that cause me so much triggering. And it it has made me more whole. It's made me more healed. And what I've learned is that, again, those triggers, they're just invitations to set us free. And so we need to stop avoiding those triggers because they really are for, for our benefit, for our own personal, spiritual, mental, emotional growth. So we want to get rid of the habits that no longer serve us. And we want to start facing those things that we know are going to trigger us. And we don't always know what's going to trigger us. Sometimes we get triggered spontaneously. And that's the next tip I have for you is to create a habit of being reflective and aware when those triggers do arise spontaneously. Because again, it's our invitation to freedom. It's our invitation to be healed. It's our invitation to be made a little more whole in that area when we can ask God to come and meet us in that place and to release it and to heal us. I remember a few years ago, there was this certain situation that Man, it was super triggering for me. And so I, I thought about avoiding it. And I thought, no, I will never I will never heal in this area if I keep avoiding it. So I, I kept facing it. I kept facing it. And every time I knew I was about to face it and while I was facing it, I would ask God, turn this trigger of shame into a trigger of grace. Turn this trigger of shame into a trigger of grace. 
every day on my walk, I would have that prayer. And then when I would when I would get beyond that trigger, I'm like, thank you, God, for healing that in me. Even though it wasn't quite healed yet, I knew that he was healing it. So thank you, God, for healing. Thank you in advance for healing that trigger and turning it from a trigger of shame into a trigger of grace. And guess what? He has done that. And so I know when we invite God into those triggers and ask him to to heal those places in us, it's not just from a textbook that I'm saying this. It's from personal experience that I know he does it. He's shown up and he's done it for me. And the reason he's done it is because I haven't been allowed anymore to avoid the hard things like that. I can't avoid triggers. I can't keep doing the same habits that I've always done that no longer serve me. And when I am unaware that I'm still doing those habits or I'm still avoiding those triggers, God provides some kind of opportunity for it to surface up in me again. And because I have decided to have this intentional effort or this intentional practice of being reflective and being aware, he brings it up all the time and it keeps resurfacing. A different layer of it keeps coming up and I keep releasing it to him and it keeps getting easier and easier and easier and new habits are being created and old ones are falling away. And when they do creep up, it's a little less abrasive in my life and it's a little less it has a little less power in my life because God is slowly healing those things. So, just to end this, God is always inviting us to grow. And honestly, I have found that the main way he allows us to allows us to grow is to go through about our daily lives paying attention to what rises up and surfaces in us. The words that come out of our mouths the mindsets that we typically have. Like over the last couple of years, things have come out of my mouth and immediately I've said, that's not even true. But it's been true. It's been true for 20 years. It's been true for a lifetime. We've dug these ruts of where we stay in our mindset and the words that come out of our mouth and our beliefs and our feelings and our emotions. We stay in those ruts, but God is dragging us out of that rut and then we we try to put ourselves right back in when we say things that aren't true anymore. So just be aware. Just be aware today. I hope this made a little bit of sense to you. If it didn't, shoot me a message. We can chat through it. But just to be reflective and aware and super present to the moment of how you are reacting and responding and speaking and thinking. Because all of it is an invitation for us to let God or invite God into that place, meet us in those places so He can heal us. I'll talk to you guys later. As a personal life coach, I'm here to help you break free from the cycle of delaying your ideal life and to start taking action on your creative visions. If you want more accountability, practical tips, and challenges to help you show up to the good works you were created to do, be sure to follow my Instagram at jen.nifer.kindle. And as always, I encourage you to take action today, right now. Whether that means doing a headstand, walking your dog, or creating something new, do something. And be sure to tag me on social so I can cheer you on. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep creating, keep growing, and keep showing up for yourself.